Hello, welcome to the Healthy for Men podumentary series. My name's Tom Rowley. I'm the editor of Healthy for Men magazine. Before we get going, just a quick partnership announcement. This episode is brought to you by Bounce Foods. Now, Bounce's mission is to inspire positive change in the way people eat, think and live, which is what the Healthy for Men podumentary series is all about. If you haven't tried Bounce Foods before, they're full of high quality protein, high quality vitamins and minerals, and they're great for when you're on the go and you need a quick snack. There's also a vegan option called V-Life, which are made from almonds and plant protein. Super tasty, super convenient. Grab a bounce ball from any Holland and Barrett store throughout the UK or visit bouncefoods.com for more information. Hello, thank you for downloading this episode of the Healthy for Men podumentary series in association with Holland and Barrett. My name's Tom Rowley, I'm the editor of Healthy for Men magazine. And a couple of weeks ago, our publishing company, River, took on the Three Peaks Challenge. This involves climbing Ben Nevis in Scotland, Scuffle Pike in England, and finally Mount Snowdon in Wales. Uh, Our challenge was to complete this in 25 hours, uh, and there were 11 of us who did it in total to raise money for Demelza Hospice, the Katie Piper Foundation, and the Dogs Trust. In this episode, four of us have a conversation about the biggest challenges taking on the three peaks, what we would do differently if we were to do it again, and would we actually ever think about doing it again. Involved in this conversation, we have Khalil Irving and Julian Sinclair, both from our ads team at River, and Naomi McPhail, who is the digital content manager for Superdrug. Thank you so much for downloading this episode, and I hope you enjoy. So the three peaks, uh, Ben Nevis, Scarfield Pike and Snowden, we smashed it. How are we all feeling? Good. Sore. Yeah. Sore? Time. Yeah, very <laughs> sore. Very sore. What are the sorest points of your bodies right now? I'm going to go on my knees. are really, really bruised. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they took, a lit- they took a massive pounding on yeah. the way down um, on majority of the mountains, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm struggling at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the same. I think is everyone's knees in, in agony or or my knees, but also my hand mainly because a rock went in it. Yes, but that was just my own carelessness. Okay, well we'll talk about that <laughs> later then because that was quite a sight. Um, yeah, I was quite concerned for you at that point, but Thanks, you Tom. absolutely killed it. Um, so so Ben Nevis, do we know why it's called Ben Nevis? I don't have an idea. No. Couldn't tell you. Well, I'll tell you right now, Khalil, it is Gaelic for mountain of heaven. Was it a heavenly mountain? Hell no. <laughs> if, if heaven looks like that, um, it's not a destination that no. I want to go to. Start <laughs> doing <laughs> bad things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm speechless. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like purgatory, wasn't it, when you got to the top? What were your expectations of Ben Nevis? Did you think it was going to be as hard as it was? Was it easier than you expected? I thought it was going to be long just because it is like the tallest mountain and it was definitely long. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was going to be so grey. Mm. Yeah, I don't, compared to the other two, I don't think it was as challenging. Mm. Um, you always, uh, you, you think to yourself, the longest one's going to be the most challenging. But um, yeah, personally, I just, it was a lot easier than, than the other two, to be fair. Do you think that's just because uh, it's the first mountain? 
Uh, no, not necessarily. I think just physically and mentally, um, like you, you obviously push your body to the limits, but there were just various, uh, it was just the consistency of that mountain. Whereas the others, there was the, some of it, there were no pathways and, you know, you had to like, you had to see where you could go up. It was a bit more climbing. There was a bit more, um, uncertainty around that rather than it looking straight up at this this massive mountain and following a pathway per se it felt quite direct wasn't it yeah, it was exactly. like lord of the rings going around the yeah. big mountain yeah exactly you know very middle earth but i'd never been to scotland before so for me it was how'd you know never no it's my first time so for me to see that beautiful scottish highlands scenery was overwhelming and then doing this incredible challenge uh, as my first sort of scottish experience that was uh it was beautiful sublime it was beautiful wasn't it i think on the way up when you're looking at the surroundings, it's everything I thought a mountain would be compared to the other two. Mm-hmm. There was like the the lakes, the rocks with the waterfalls. It wasn't like that on the other two. No, that's right. Those little beautiful kind of idiosyncrasies of Ben Nevis mm. really stuck with you. When, you. when we came across that, you heard it first, didn't you? That waterfall, you just hear it in the background. Oh, yeah, you hear walk it. through a bit of the mist and then you see this incredible waterfall that you then have to cross over. Mm. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Um, so when you got down to the bottom of Ben Nevis, how did you feel? For me, it was just the fact it started getting dark. So I, I kind of, I was kind of preparing myself for darkness for the second mountain, but not for the first. So I may have done a bit of an error and not had my head torch in my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I was kind of like rushing down to get to the bottom because I could see it getting dark. So when I got to that van, I was kind of like, oh gosh, thank God, thank God I made it Yeah. Um, in time before I had to kind of really start thinking, right, I need to get some light here. That was quite scary, but we made it, I think we got kind of, we had about five minutes of walking in the dark, didn't we? Mm. Was right when we got to the bottom, it started to get dark. I think for, for us guys, we just, you know, we thought one mountain list, just run the whole way down. <laughs> it was yeah, in- I heard it you was, guys It running. was entertaining on that. <laughs> and screaming, and I was like, well, I'm not going to lose my way here. <laughs> yeah, that was entertaining coming down with Tom and Khalil on that, on that mountain. But did anyone find the fact that you could see the van for the last hour, like, horrendous? Because... <laughs> That really made me struggle. It was disheartening, wasn't it? Because the van was there, but it never got any closer. No. You know, that's how it felt anyway. Uh, And then the midges came out, it was covered in bites. Oh my God. My face currently is still sporting a lot of midges bites. (laughs) Bit of a sprinkle on the hot chocolate. Yeah, you can't see Naomi right now, but she's just a big red swollen (laughs) thing. With half half a hand. (laughs) Just itching in the corner. So um, then we... Got in the van, all of us. Well, okay, let's take it back a minute. We did lose a couple of people on the way, mm. sadly, on the first mountain. Um, because it was, you know, when you started on, on Ben Nevis, it was very, very steep. So I think for some people that were a bit less experienced, it was just it was just a lot. It was, it was impending doom, wasn't it? When you started Ben Nevis, you're immediately on this huge climb up. Um, and I think that really got to a couple of people and... and but I think, you know, if the, if if that wasn't there and it was a little bit flatter and it was more gradual incline, perhaps things would have been different. I'm not sure. I think it's the expectation versus reality. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, when I got to Ben Nevis, I thought there's no way we're going straight up. Mm-hmm. But we crossed that bridge and it was just we're going straight up for the first 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. It, was, it was hard on everybody's body, so... 
It really was, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't blame anyone if that was uh, was a bit too much for them. Um, but you know, we made it back down. Uh, we got in the van, and then we were straight off to Scuffle Pike. Uh, a little bit delayed, weren't we? We were about an hour behind. Yeah, at that point, I think we were about an hour. Yeah. And um, with everyone, it wasn't just the delay of going up, I think coming back down. Mm-hmm. It was the first mountain. I think people that even made up to the top were quite kind of relieved to see the van, kind of wanted a tea, a hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we kind of... It's difficult when you're racing against the clock. It is, yeah, absolutely. Um, but the delay wasn't because we'd been too slow up the mountain or down, um, which is good to know. We we did it in a good time. Do you know what time we did, Ben Nevison? No. It was six and a bit hours. It was six and a bit hours, yeah. Hours. So okay. we were just over what the the stipulated time was, but mm. I think we made that up again. Yeah, absolutely. Eventually. Yeah, An hour of that was taking the photo at the top. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, you need to, I think the first mountain, you've got to spend a bit of time taking in the scenery and, you know, getting your, getting your bearings and enjoying it really. I think that was important to, you know, set the tone for the rest of the adventure. But yeah, you're right. We did, we made it up in other ways, didn't we? Um, I've got some, I've found some interesting facts about Ben Nevis I'm going to share with you. Um, one is that Ford drove a car up to the top of Ben Nevis in 1991. A car? A car. Yeah. I don't see it. Wait, <laughs> up the way that we walked or is there like a secret path that kind of? Um, the pony track, which is what we walked. Why oh don't we God. do that? That, that <laughs> just well, seems more appealing. Absolutely, then. we could just got that, that van up there, couldn't we? Well, I there wish. you go. Um a man from Fort William pushed a wheelbarrow to the summit and back, and that was in 1911. Uh, and a horse and cart that has also been up to the top. So, you know, harder things have been done. So it's not that difficult, basically. It's not. It's <laughs> easy, yeah. you know. You say that, but on Snowden, I did see a couple carrying a child and their pram to the top. On Snowden? Yes. Oh, yes. Did we see, did we see a... I saw oh, a baby who strapped much. to the back of a, a man. Yeah. I can't remember seeing a that. pram. You didn't see the pram? No. Yeah, there was a push no. push chair. Oh, yeah. The guy had his baby in his arm when the wind was howling and one arm pushing this uh, three-wheeled push chair. Blimey. Yeah, quite, <laughs> quite amazing. That is that's, quite... I think that's what kept me going at the last one. It was <laughs> yeah. like, all right, big ups to him if he's doing that and I've I've got a backpack on, I've, I've got to do this. What uh, a hero. I wish my dad yeah. could take me up. <laughs> so the fastest time, uh, the men's record for... Going up, Ben Nevis is one hour twenty four minutes and thirty four seconds. Wow! Can you imagine doing that in one hour twenty? I mean, it took us three and a bit hours, didn't it, to get to the top? Yeah, that's that. That's insane. It's insane. That's incredible. Yeah. So next, we got into the van. Six hours, wasn't it, to Scuffle Pike? Mm. Yeah, around about that. Yeah. where, Where is Scuffle Pike? What's the, the lake district it is in the lake. I yeah. get confused with the lake and the peak district. The peak, yeah, no, the lakes. The lake I think it's North Lakes. Mm. But yeah. Okay. Um, Scuffle Pike is 978 meters high, which is, I mean, that's 400 meters um, shorter than Ben Nevis. So it's quite considerably shorter. But would you agree that it was it was kind of harder terrain? It was brutal. It was brutal. It it? was brutal. It was dark. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the midges are out to bite you. Some of the terrain that we went over. uh, Me personally, I would say that was the harder mountain. 
mm-hmm. simply because of the darkness, the weather, um, and just the terrain was really difficult. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the visibility was zero for probably about 95% of the time, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Really difficult. Um, and we did get a bit lost. We, we looked at the Strava map and we'd seen <laughs> that we'd walked in a big circle. Yeah. Over a boulder field. Yes. Yeah. Having done a bit of research since then, it is extremely common to uh, get lost and scuff a pike because it is just big boulder fields. Everywhere you look, it looks exactly the same. And it is like, uh, it reminded me of uh, the uh, elephant graveyard in The Lion King. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that one. Yeah, it's, quite, <laughs> it's quite deceiving when you, um, obviously it being nighttime, and you're listening to like the river, which is quite mm. calming, and you think to yourself, "Great, we're off to a good start." And then you slowly be away from from that, mm-hmm. and like you say, you you find yourself in boulders and the soft grass, and then gravel, and it's almost like, "Well, where's all that calmness gone?" There's this like beautiful mountain that we're going to be climbing, but I'd say that was pretty much coming down on on Scarfoot for me was was really tough. I think because we had motored it down on Ben Nevis, mm. uh, not realising you got two more mountains to go, mm. um, and that's hence the reason why the uh, the bruised knees. Yeah, I mean, I think the bruised knees were inevitable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, coming down Scarfield Pike was extremely hard on the legs. Um, but uh, it it was nice to see when we came down. The the light, you know, the sun came out a bit. You yeah. could see the sun, but it was light, and you could then really appreciate how actually beautiful Scuffle Pike is and it's not just this grey, misty purgatory. It's, you know, a really beautiful um area of the of the Lake District. And we had to we, again we had to cross over a fantastic uh, like waterfall river, didn't we? Um and that really sort of made it feel like an adventure, didn't it? Yeah. It was only um, when we came slightly down that we saw a huge lake and then it only clicked then I was like, oh I'm in the Lake District because uh-huh. From being in Scotland, we just travelled in the dark, got out the bus in the dark, climbed up, there was just fog, climbed down. And then it was the weirdest feeling because it mm. kind of, I was like, oh yeah, I'm not in Scotland anymore. I'm in England and I've just climbed to Second Mountain and there's a huge lake there. And you only saw it like near the bottom, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. When I saw that lake, I was thinking, oh, okay, well, that's a lock, isn't it? Because we're in Scotland. Yeah. Completely sleep deprived. Um, I thought we were in Scotland the whole time, to be honest. Um <laughs> The Pikes of Scarfell, that's the original name of Scarfell Pike because there's actually three peaks. And I think what is what is Scarfell Pike isn't actually the highest peak. Um, it's kind of a, a series of small mountains that all come together. We did get to the highest peak, oh, I was but that say. wasn't... Yeah. You have to do it again. Have to, <laughs> you have to leave now and go... Uh, yes, don't <laughs> worry. We, we did reach the highest peak. I'm not sure which one it is, but there's Scarfell uh, Pike, Eel Crag and Broad Crag. Um, the other two being slightly lower down. Uh, and then, so we did get lost, um, which did set us back a little bit, didn't it? But um, you know, from reading what people have said, uh, I'll just read this out. It says, the route up Scarfer Pike is harder to follow than the path described up, up Snowdon or Ben Nevis. A map and compass are necessities for this mountain. The area is crisscrossed with paths going in different routes and directions. And even in good weather, it's not always possible to retain a sense of direction or to recognise on the way back the route that was taken to the summit. So considering that we had bad weather, uh, it was in the middle of the night, uh, we did well. We lost about 40 minutes or something going in a little circle, but we made it back, uh, which is the main thing. So how did you feel after that? Were you ready for sleep? See, 
Scarfell is my favourite. Like, I love Scarfell. I'm a bit of a weirdo. Like, I really like hard terrain because it means that you can concentrate on something and therefore you're not thinking, oh, my legs hurt, or I'm tired, or I'm hungry. Mm. So for me, I came back off Scarfell and actually felt really good. Whereas I think everyone else felt the opposite. So I was that annoying person, like, right, jump in the van, let's go, let's go. And poor Julian was literally looked at me with daggers. (laughs) I don't know, the inner devil came out of me. I was like, can you just give me five minutes, please? (laughs) I can't can't even feel my knees. Like, and everyone says, get on the bus, get on the bus, we need to go. I'm like, Leave me, <laughs> leave me behind. <laughs> Julie needs to meditate for a while. I remember yeah. people were asking you to like pass them, pass uh, them their bags and things. Yeah, that was yeah. me and, as well. <laughs> that was the looking at Julian's face like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I need a moment. To I just wanted a hot chocolate. That's all I wanted. <laughs> people asking for bags and boots. Julian, and- can you massage my feet for me, please? <laughs> I think I nearly yeah. did that, Tom. Though, yeah, so. yeah. yeah, we won't talk about that. Um, so the, yeah, the route up Scarfell Pike is harder to follow than the pass up Scarfell, uh, Snowden, and Ben Nevis. Do you think it was it was considerably harder than than the other two? I think. Um, sorry, you're talking about Snowden. Sorry, I'm talking about uh, Scarfell. Scarfell. Yeah. So I think the down, as I said, for me mm. was was the hardest out of the three. Out of the three. Okay. Well, um, you, you, Khalil, did you say it was? It was brutal mm. the entire way down. Uh, me and Julian went down together, and we we were stopping mm. like the pain through your joints mm-hmm. on the way up for me it's always the pain through the muscles just every step you're contracting but yeah the pain through your joints is totally different mm. and obviously with your body weight going downhill you want to go fast but yeah you're trying to find different ways to walk down i think for a little bit i was walking backwards but i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna roll down it was just difficult and it's one of those things that i think you got to take your own time to get to get down. Yeah. I know on the way up, I think that's where we work together as a team more than anything, ensuring that people stay together. But on the way down, people just want to get down. It's, I know it sounds a bit unfair, but you kind of got to support those who are going at your speed and not try and, you know, wait for somebody else because you're, you just got so much, you got your backpack on, you're cold, you're wet, mm. your muscles are already sore. Now your joints are sore. I would agree because I was having this sort of battle with myself because I, I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to sort of do it at my own pace, but at the same time, I wanted to be with everyone else. Um, I wanted to, us all to do it as, as a big group, but then you sort of realise actually it's better to do it in sort of subgroups. Mm. You all together, you can all see each other coming up and coming down, um, but to sort of maintain that um, your own sort of positivity, I think I think it's it's good to find someone who you know can sort of challenge you a bit or vice versa or um yeah so we ended up on the last on the last mountain setting off in in our little groups didn't we yeah um yeah so i was also said here on the uh on the scuffle pike website um if you attempt to climb scuffle pike there is nothing better to take with you than any energy booster than kendall mint cake did we take any of that oh damn that is that is what you have to take. Kendall yeah. mint cake. Have you ever tried some? I have, yeah. I used to eat it when I was a kid. My oh. grandma used to, to give it to me, but I, not whilst I was climbing mountains. Oh, just like? Just no. for, for a laugh, really. Jelly babies were the... Uh, were the go-to. Were the go-to. They, they were the, the new one. Kendall mint yeah. cake. Yeah. 
Saved yeah. my life plenty of times. They did really. Yeah. I, and I've never been into Jelly Babies, but I had some of Julian's, and it changed my entire life. I was ready to do the rest of the mountain after that. Yeah, I think that was what was interesting. Is I don't know about you guys, but I really struggle to eat on the mountain. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what I find hardest. And it's with any sport I do is the nutrition side of things. Yeah. is the kind of how much do you eat beforehand? How much do you eat whilst you're going? Mm-hmm. Water intake, and um, I really struggle to eat on those mountains. And so those jelly babies were great, but I didn't actually eat a lot, really. Yeah. 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 I I can, yeah. Because the the sleep thing as well, it it kind of, your, um, your usual sort of eating routine is is completely out the window, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And you've just got all these sugary, glucosey, you know, um, prepackaged things with oats and, and, you know, whatever, what else is in them, Mm. Um, which which are fine, you know, now and then, but we were living off them, weren't we? Yeah. For a long time. I and think, it does make you feel weird. Yeah, I think, well, I struggled to eat on the bus for the very first two mountains mm. and on the way up and down of the first two mountains. But between, is it Scarfell and Snowden? Mm-hmm. I probably ate all my food. I was, I couldn't stop eating. <laughs> oh, I was hoovering. Yeah. I was like, Julian, are you going to yeah, eat your hot cross bun? <laughs> is that the one with peanut butter in the middle? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can I get like two of those? Yeah. <laughs> that's when I found you sleeping there with dribble down your beard. I know. <laughs> so, that was all your food you'd yet eaten just in that one, one space of time. <laughs> yeah, Jules had the good food. You had uh, peanut butter sandwiches and Marmite yeah. sandwiches and. Marmite and cheese and um, peanut butter and peanut butter hot cross buns. And you made those yourself, didn't you? No, 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 I didn't. didn't. No, no, I had a, I had th- three lunch packs made for me. Yeah, um, what a lovely lady he, she is. She is indeed, yeah, keeper. Shout she out is. to Hannah. Indeed, we do. Ah, she's a keeper. <laughs> Put me on the spot there, Tom. <laughs> she pay you to do this. <laughs> don't know what to say. Uh, okay, we all, we all know you love her. It's fine. Um, so then we drove to Mount Snowdon in in Wales, um, and that was about uh, a five hour drive, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like four and a half, five. In which we all slept soundly and comfortably in the van ready for the next mountain. How I much think, sleep did you guys get, huh? I think the only person that slept soundly was you, Tom, in your first class seat with your with your neck pillow and blanket mm-hmm. and My headphones pink on. Pink eye mask. And- pink eye mask, yes. Okay. Julian there to, you know, get your bag when you need it. Julian was very kindly shuffled off of his seat to make room for, uh, for me to... Uh, basically on one of Khalil's legs and half of the chair. So uh-huh. I had two of you on either side of me. You're you weren't real. even, you weren't much better, Khalil, to be yeah. fair. You, you fell over dead weight onto my <laughs> legs after. <laughs> bus comes around the corner, dead weight on my on my legs after two mountains. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'll suck it up, don't you worry. You took one for the team, George. I we, did indeed, yeah. We love you for it. Thank you. I'll do it again. I was well rested. <laughs> um, so Snowden, the, I think Snowden is obviously the climax for us, wasn't it? It was the, the, the big one. Um, we'd realised that we, we'd lost a lot of time Um but also we, we'd realised that if we ran some of it, that it was possible for us to do it in the 24. Our target was the 25. We wanted to do it in 25 hours um, because it's, uh, well, River's 25th, River, our, our publishing company's uh, 25th anniversary. So mm-hmm. that's why we, we were doing it. Um, but we realised that it was possible to do it in 24 hours, which is, which is the, the big Three challenge. hours and something, right? 
That's right, yeah. So, so we could do Snowden in three hours something, three hours, five minutes. Was three it? hours, yeah. three minutes. Three hours, three minutes. So for me, I was really confused speaking with Naomi, saying, yeah, spoke with my boyfriend. He said, yeah, three hours is fine. But then we get to the bottom and then she tells us all, three hours on the way up is fine. Yeah. Three hours there and back is not. If yeah. I knew that information beforehand, I don't know <laughs> if I would have made it up. I wouldn't yeah. have decided to take off. Yeah, mm -hmm. slight miscommunication there. That's interesting. Kind yeah. of, because I, you know. Psychological. Well, this, this is the interesting thing, right? So I messaged him saying, is it possible? He said, yeah, you'll be absolutely fine. But he thought just the way up. Mm. But if he had, if I had clarified and actually said what I meant to say, and he said, no, look, you're not going to really do it in three hours. I wouldn't have done it. And so I'm actually really glad personally that I may have confused everyone because we all tried. We did. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we did it, didn't we? We did it. Um, you were determined. Um, I've never been so more determined. <laughs> no, it was, it was incredible. It was infectious. Um, I felt kind of obliged to follow you. Um, I don't think I would have done it if you hadn't been so determined. I think I probably just would have written it off as, yeah, we'll, we'll do it next time kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Naomi and I, we did it in, in 23 hours and 54 minutes. That's yeah. Right, isn't it? Yeah. That's really good though. Cutting it fine, yeah. but we, we did it. Never doing it again. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> Never again. Would you do it again tomorrow for £2,000? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Good time. A little so bit more I than that maybe. Yeah. I need more than that. Let's do an auction. Let's see if uh, people will sponsor us to do it again. I'd be up for it. Would you do the 25 peaks? So what is this? 20, is it 25 peaks in one, like 24 hours? Yeah. So it's the, there's 25 peaks in the Lake Dist Peak District. I think they, I was looking online yesterday. You can, I think they break it up into two days, do they not? And you do the first nine, nine peaks on one day. Oh, okay. And then you do the rest on the second. Two days. I think it's over. I think it's over two days. I might, I might stand to be corrected, but I was mm -hmm. looking into that because it was obviously we we're trending and we we're talking about it. Um, okay, so it's the Lake District, and do we know? Andy is now just doing a bit of research um, to see exactly what the twenty-five. Because if is. it was twenty-four hours, that would be more. That would be a mountain and a bit every hour. But I don't think you wouldn't go all I don't way think down you're going to go bottom. all the way up. All the way down. I think you're just staying on top. And like just, a ridge. Like peaks thing. and flows, yeah. Okay, so the challenge is 53 kilometres, a height gain of 4,593 metres, and it's 24 hours to 48 hours. So between between that. So you, you would do it again? You would do the 25 peaks? If we would do it next year, would you, would you be up for doing it? Have you got the bug, the hiking bug? I'd be more than willing to watch the Strava app and um, support you guys from the <laughs> office. <laughs> I, I think I'd do it. I genuinely think I'd do it, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, it's, the, it's the first kind of challenge I've done like this where I've pushed myself physically. Mm. I think once you've done one like that, then you, you anticipate the next and, you, you know, you can then change things and yeah. obviously train harder for it and know what to kind of expect in terms of that. So, yeah, I'd, Absolutely. I'd, I'd do it. Good to hear. Well, so, I've signed yes. you up then, Jules. Yeah, Naomi, um, so Naomi uh, is a triathlete, uh, an, an elite member of the the Three Peaks crew. Yes. So I'm just not even going to ask you. We're doing the 25 Peaks next year, aren't we? You're in. Excellent. 
fantastic. Amen. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so Naomi and I ran down Snowden together. Yep, we did. Um, Naomi fell over twice. Numerous times. Uh, numerous times covered in blood. Um, I would have cried and um, called for an airlift, but Naomi just <laughs> stood straight up, carried on running and, and followed her. So it was, it was in- incredible to see. It was an, an inspiration. The first um, fall was more of a just a random slip. I was trying to take a photo, so it wasn't as hardcore. Mm-hmm. I just slipped in front of a woman and fell. Oh yes, um, on your like you were you were fully like horizontal. Yeah, fo- fully like fell like incredible. a whale <laughs> <laughs> on this on a slide. Um, yeah, literally, rocks. it wasn't glamorous. Um, but yeah, the second fall, we were because we were running at that point, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it was my legs were tired. I wasn't really get, watching where I was looking because I could see the car park. And the van. <laughs> and yeah, fell. And that was, that nearly caused a small mini earthquake. But yeah, we got was that. that that landslide that knocked us off? That's why, that's why Nicky and I had to run for three kilometres. We had all this rock behind us. <laughs> yeah, it was weird for me because I was slightly behind you guys mm-hmm. and I was running. And when we was going, I had to run past pedestrians, but the only thing I could think of in my head was trail to get mm. them out of my way. And I like looked down, I'm like, oh, there's blood. And you just keep looking. I'm like, oh, someone's been hurt. But you don't think it's someone from your team that's no, been hurt. No. So you get back. And what I did was I got to the finish line and I just sat, could not move. Mm-hmm. I was there for about five, six minutes before. Yeah. Naomi spotted me with my top off, dying, <laughs> my knees swollen, ankles swollen. And then she starts hobbling over. I'm like, oh, mm. I see blood. Yeah. That's where it's from. Yep. Yeah, it, it was quite <laughs> yeah. a sight, wasn't it? Um, Khalil, you were uh, confronted with kind of an ethical conundrum, really, about the whole thing because you were you were with um, Ellie and Hattie, mm-hmm. but you had you had the walkie-talkie, so you kind of you wanted to. A uh, correction: I was actually with both um, Naomi and yourself, Tom. <laughs> uh, but you guys are. GI agents, so GI Jane and GI Joe, and you decided to take me away. Naturally, I've, I was wearing boots that were size 14, so I don't get the surface area that you guys do. So I'm a little bragging bit, about your feet again, Khalil. Never bragging, I'm just stating the facts. So when you guys decided to climb, not hike, climb the, the, the way that you went, I got to the top and you guys were so determined you left. But here's what people don't know. You had my other bottle of water. <laughs> so I was so thirsty. Come and get it, Khalil. I was like, I was like slowly walking, jogging behind you guys, but I lost you in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And I turned around, there was nobody there. And then I see Hattie and Ellie. And I thought, you know, let me, let me stay with them. Mm-hmm. Tom has to come back past me. I'm going to grab the water then. If I didn't have the water, I don't know. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, you reached yeah. in my back. And, and, I put yeah. it in your bag because I didn't take a bag because everyone was saying to me, three hours. I was like, three hours? That's fine. I, if, if the average person does it in three hours, fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would say don't go up a mountain without water, though. It, mm-hmm. It's um, b- bad advice. <laughs> I mean, if you put it in your teammate's bag. Yeah. Um, Not me, though. Just, just grab the water before he decides to leave you. I think that's a good chance. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then we were all broken. Um, we then drove back to Chester. Um, how did you feel then? Did you feel like a euphoria of, of achievement or was it just, I'm just done, I'm going to go to bed? I was in a lot of pain. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, was, I was aching and very, very sore from mm. falling. But 
I was just so like pleased that we made that 24 hour mark mm. because it got to the point where we were, I don't know how many K away, but it looked far and we had nine minutes on the clock. And I just remember thinking, this is actually worse not making it that close than yeah. if we were like half an hour behind. Definitely, yeah. Um, but I was just so glad that it was, I was kind of sat there in pain, but also really happy. Mm, yeah, um, I, I agree. I was I was the same. I think I immediately uh, I bought uh, a Ben and Jerry's ice cream sandwich, yes. a Cornish pasty uh, and, and a beer. And that was fantastic. It was the best beer I've ever had in my life. Well deserved. Think- what you guys... I think it's still a bit, <clears throat> it's a bit surreal at the moment. I don't know if it's like a, it's fully sunken in that you mm. you know you think that people do this every single day, but it's it's a massive achievement of you know Absolutely. what we've done. Um, I was broken after that, um, mm. more so the the following day, because obviously you've been on the move for a good twenty four hours and you've had a sh- you know short stint of a couple hours in a bus to have a proper bed to sleep in, you're almost like everything just seizes up. And when you wake mm. up in the morning, you're almost like, you just, I looked at Khalil and I was like, I, I, I can't move. Yeah. Apparently in the nights, my legs were up and the blanket was <laughs> off and I was, I was, I was asleep. So my body was just doing all sorts of things after that. But yeah, yeah sense of uh, relief off that, but like that achievement as well, that sense of entitlement was, um, was there. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I really wanted to have a shower. That was the, the main thing. I wanted to have a bath, actually. But I couldn't actually get in the shower. I had to figure out a way to lift my body in, into, over, over into the bath um, because my hip was just in agony. But I think that was because of the, the van, just lying mm. in a van for... Maybe the way, you were, for... the way you were sleeping with uh, <laughs> your legs up in like a V shape. <laughs> That's probably why. Yeah, it was a compromising position, mm. I must say. Yeah. So final thoughts, how are we feeling? Are we going to do something similar? Obviously, we, we're thinking about doing the 25 Peaks. Mm. Um, would you recommend doing it um, to anyone, family, friends? Well, I'm interested in it. I've always loved the hills. I've always been dragged up mountains since I was a child. But what I thought was interesting, some of you guys had never really, well, never been to Lake District or um, Ben Nevis. And I always think, would you guys now, I wouldn't say like do the 20, 24, like three peaks in 24 hours, but would you go away for a weekend and do any walking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you say, have you got the bite? Um, I think the scenery is also what makes it, you know, it was unfortunate that we were against the clock. So that was in our mind. And obviously the weather wasn't, um, it wasn't in favour for us to see when we were right at the top. But when you did Snowden prior to that as training, you know, you sent a beautiful photo and I, um, definitely recommend it for families and stuff even if they do stuff like that over a series of days mm-hmm. um, just getting out there it's, it's an amazing experience but just the scenery and um, yeah. the fresh air and just seeing something completely different is is great so yeah I'd, I'd definitely so not necessarily doing it in a van in the space of 24 hours not necessarily no. that but um, yeah just as a trip away you know mm-hmm. if people always people always wondering well what can I do on the weekend or where can we go mm-hmm. like definitely a good shot is to look at, uh, not neglect things like that. Yeah, there's so um, many beautiful places in the UK, aren't there? We always think about going to uh, places in the Mediterranean or everyone's going to Croatia and um, Norway or whatever it is these days. And yeah. Beautiful places, but there's so many incredible scenic landscapes uh, right at our doorstep and, you know, a couple of hours uh, train journey. So that's what it's opened my eyes to, the beauty of the British countryside. What about yourself, Khalil? Um. 
I don't know. I I got the challenge bug, so I am looking forward to p- potentially doing the kayaking next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd just like to do a different sorts of things. I don't think I would do the twenty five peaks, but I definitely would do a different type of challenge. Right. But in terms of the landscape of the UK, is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I don't think we get enough credit for what we do have here, and I think a staycation is definitely something I would suggest to mm-hmm. a lot of people. I think some of the things I saw were like magazine type things, mm-hmm. like through the drives, the roads were surreal. You got the lakes, you got the locks, you got the mountains that are beautiful. Would I climb another mountain again? Probably I would. It's definitely somewhere I would love to take like my nephews, for example, mm-hmm. um, because you're just out in the wilderness and you get to see a lot of sheep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many sheep, I would say. Yeah. Um, great. Um, would you do anything differently? If you did it again. Get a bigger minibus. Yeah. Just like have an extra seat to yourself. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't know if that's even, if that's possible. I don't know what you're complaining about, Naomi. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, so uh, a couple of my family members have done the 24, the three peaks, 24 hours. And um, I asked them, I was like, oh, so yep, finally made the group. And they actually admitted that not, any of them had made the 24 hours mark, but they didn't say this to me prior, the challenge. Um, and mainly because of the traffic and the different skill set in the groups, the kind of different types of fitness. So actually talking to lots of other people, I think it is really hard to hit the time limit with a, a large group. That you are, are number one fitness. in your family now. I know, right? You're the only one. Yeah. It feels good. Um so if I would do it differently, I think I'd do it with a smaller group mm-hmm. um, and I'd make sure that we train together because I don't think we did that. Um, but yeah, I would definitely do it in a smaller group. I loved mm. our group. I thought, you know, as like a team, we came we came real together. But I Absolutely. think if you're going to hit the time limit, you need a smaller group. Definitely. So, and I would agree. I think the most important thing is making sure that you're with a group of people that can all get together and do at least, one or two mountains together so you all know where you're at um so then you're able to support each other in the training or or you can even say to people maybe you know you should think about doing it next year instead or something you know um and you can sort of gauge how quickly you're gonna you're gonna be able to do it so definitely do some mountains before you uh take on three of them in 24 hours so that's the main takeaway well thank you very much guys um it was an absolute pleasure to uh, take on the three peaks with you all. Um, you're a great company. You're great athletes. And um, here's to the next time we do something completely insane. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheers, guys. Time. <laughs> <laughs>